Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we delve into the darkest recesses of the internet to find something interesting or even comprehensible. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff. I'm Louisa Heron. We've done it. Yep. We've done it now. We've Going become anonymous again. We're in it. The problem is now I just want to talk more about DC superhero media that we've been talking about before the show started, yeah. and I feel like we can. Well, well do you have anything that happened to me this week besides watching the Batman trailer? No. Okay, so we'll get into that when we get to you. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, Matt, if you've watched the other DC fandom stuff, you could just make that your thing this week. Uh, no, that's okay. I have a thing. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, I like that every week... things that have happened to him in the week. Mm, every fancy. week, Jeff suggests a thing for me to have done during the week, yeah. as if I'm not the only person who always has one planned. <laughs> I literally lay lay awake at night sometimes being like, what is the thing I'm going to have done this week on the podcast on Sunday? Check you out, laying awake at night for reasons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that a reason? <laughs> it's a task that you're doing, yeah. at least, instead of just laying awake going, why am I awake? Yeah, you're thinking about something. That's the secret. I feel like if I'm going to be an insomniac anyway, I'm going to lay there and try to pretend that I'm doing it because I need to figure something out. And that usually actually helps me fall asleep if I'm like, mm, let me figure out how I'm going to, you know, write this code or whatever. Then uh, it gets real boring real fast and then I fall asleep. Yeah, thinking about computers would also put me to sleep, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could remember all of the, uh, like weird brain tangents that my brain goes on as I'm falling asleep that don't make any sense. Yeah, when I was younger, I had this belief that there was a certain series of thoughts that you could go through to f make yourself fall asleep instantly, <laughs> and I kept on trying to figure out how how to get there. Isn't that yeah. the key to a lot of types of meditation? <laughs> sleep meditations? Yeah, it's like a, a mantra or whatever, like a mental mantra. Mm -hmm. Sure. No? I guess. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, right, go for it. You do you. Out. Chase your bliss. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I, everyone I know has been having trouble sleeping lately. Yeah, the world's mm. bad. Yeah, I it's guess. simultaneous global pandemic and civil unrest. So. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. Because, like, it wasn't... I haven't heard of people complaining about not being able to sleep from the beginning of the pandemic, but specifically over the past, like, month, I've been hearing everyone. Yes. Is it, well, is it like, being under lockdown for so long? I yeah. think so, because uh, no one could ever relax, but at the beginning you're like, well, at least I can get enough sleep. Yeah. And now everyone's all stuck up on, all up on sleep, and there's still nothing to do. And yeah. so then you have all this uh, ability to just be aware, <laughs> and nothing to be aware of. So it's Did you sad. see a friggin' third thing's happening? The Gulf of Mexico is getting a double hurricane this week? Yeah. <sighs> if Jesus. I knew anyone who lived there, it would probably be tragic, but the phrase double hurricane is very funny. <laughs> it's just so cartoonish. <laughs> It's so cartoonishly bad. It's funny in the sense of, like, wow, I can't believe the world has gotten that bad. That's, uh, like, gallows humor. Yeah, I was listening back to old episodes of My Brother, My Brother and Me from, like, 2015, and they were making jokes about the all-flu wiping out all of humanity. Oh, no! And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I genuinely thought this was funny at one point. It's very interesting to see professional podcasts go from, like, all right, we're going to do a couple of, like chill weird episodes until quarantine's over mm. to now fully just being like well this is life 
forever. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I'm really oh, pissed that so many podcasts that have a standard format, instead, now that we're in fucking lockdown, they're like, you know what? We need to have guests call into our podcast. Fucking no, you don't. One, people want things, something in their life to be the same. Yep. And two, they're calling in, so they're on the connection, they're on their own mics at home, they sound terrible. Three, you're adding another voice to all this? Oh my yeah. god, everything about it is terrible. No, they're I all available, ha- though. Ah. I, I do hope that Stop Podcasting Yourself realizes that they can do remote records for people who have good equipment. Because so many times they'll be like, oh yeah, we can't have this person back on the show because they live in Toronto or whatever. It's like, just ha- what? You can remote it. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. They've talked <laughs> about that, though, on the show, so. Yeah, but they said the biggest objection was Dave being like, he didn't think that the energy was as good when they're not all in the same room. And it's not as good, but I'll give up not as good energy for Paul F. Tompkins <laughs> being on it more than once every two years. That would be nice. But he Those- also said it takes him about twice as long. It takes him like 16 hours to uh, edit an episode with a uh, person on remote. <laughs> That's crazy. The, yeah, that's crazy. The Flophouse has adapted pretty well to no uh, remote. Yeah, they're one of the no. ones Louisa's talking about. Oh, no, they about. have too many guests. I meant yes. before pandemic, but okay, be- yeah. pre-pandemic, they had adapted pretty well to Elliot being gone. Yes, yeah. but um, they're also one where three people, I feel like, is the limit. You got three people, you don't need to add anyone else, and they keep yeah, adding I think in a guests. lot of I think in a lot, a lot of podcasts, three people is too many. Agreed. Mm, so which of us are you kicking of? off? Yeah. <laughs> me. I hope it's me. <laughs> oh no, it's me, absolutely. We're fighting for this. <laughs> I don't mind, I'll stay. <laughs> yeah, no, you have to stay. You're everyone's You're the favorite. only one anyone likes. <laughs> uh, I, um, I, another thing I think is very funny is Paul F. Tompkins started and finished a new yes. podcast during this oh, same no. quarantine. Like I he do did- like that the name is Stay F. Homekins. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even heard of it. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he did a podcast just with his wife, and I think it lasted 13 episodes, and then they were like, oh, wait, quarantine's not ending. We're going to stop doing this. Hmm. Yeah. That's a pretty good idea, though. I haven't listened to it, but I yeah, think it's I a funny either. idea. I don't think his wife is very funny, so that's why I haven't listened to it. Yeah, mm. I've heard her on other podcasts. Like, she's fine, but... <laughs> well, she's not... I mean, that's just not... Just because yeah. she's married to one of the best stand-up comedians of the current era doesn't mean that she is a comedian. Yeah, that's she's fine. improv, though, and I feel like good improv skills go into good podcasting skills, but I don't... As we show every week by yeah. saying, no, I reject your premise of your joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Louisa, I don't think that's true. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Speaking of Louisa, what did you do this week, Louisa? Um, Not a whole lot, as always, but I did see the new Batman movie trailer that we have Ooh. just been talking about. Mm. Did it come out today or yesterday? It was very recently, right? I think uh, it was yesterday yeah. evening. It premiered during the, like... Uh, fake online Comic-Con that DC was doing for their movies. Ah, uh, okay. I thought it was very bold of them to have at the end of the trailer 2021 only in theaters. Mm, are you sure? Are you sure, yeah. DC? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, we're supposedly getting movies coming to theaters next Friday, so... Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay. Especially because one of them is New Mutants, a movie that famously was supposed to come out three and a half years ago. <laughs> I can't believe that they're releasing New Mutants. It looks... I mean, it's gonna be terrible, right? They want to make some money back, I think, at this point. I think it looks pretty good. 
Yeah, but you're I have a bit not watched Jeff. Yeah, that's true. I have not watched anything about it, but like the whole premise of the New Mutants is like a worse X Men, and all the X Men movies have been awful. <laughs> uh, this one seems to just be using the characters, but it's a horror movie for some reason. Yeah, oh, man. Mm. Is that good? Do we I don't like know. This? I think that it's a, a good premise, a better premise than just like the whatever genre superhero movies are action sci fi. What superpower does Maisie Williams have in this? Turns into a werewolf. (laughs) I mean, that's not the worst thing you could have said. (laughs) I mean, she's playing a character named Wolfsbane, who is an Irish werewolf. Great. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, what's what's bad about that? You're acting like that's not the coolest idea for an (laughs) X-Man. I do think it's funny that the premise of the X-Men at the beginning was like, they're all normal people, but they have this one extra thing, one weird power that's changed uh-huh. about them. Like, and turn then, into as a it wolf. Not, it's like, this person's one weird thing is that everything about them changes and is different. <laughs> and then that's most of them now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I like, well, so, so, speaking of Fallout Tompkins, I really like how he broke it down where he's like, all right, this one woman, she has ice powers. And uh, mind control, I guess, also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm looking forward to it because it's also got, uh, that guy who explodes, Sunspot, um, that other guy who explodes, I think, Chamber, um. Cool. Wait, wait, can we go back real quick? Because, I I mean, no one cares about you listing the characters from New Mutants, right? It's got Colossus's sister, Magic. (laughs) Cool, okay. (laughs) Um, does Emma Frost have ice powers? Diamond, but, you know, same thing. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I do kind of respect the guts it takes for you to make your character named Emma Frost and not have ice powers. Yeah. She didn't even have the diamond powers initially. That was a secondary mutation introduced, like, 30 years later. Everything's bad. Speaking of everything being bad, this new Batman Batman trailer, as I was watching it, it's only two minutes long, two, almost three, but... During the trailer, I was like, this is so pointless. Why is this happening? And I don't think I've ever thought that during a movie trailer before. You said it was what? Depressing? Pointless. Oh, Mm. pointless. Yeah, like, why is this movie happening? Uh, yeah. (laughs) Because the movie it was supposed to be was supposed to be written, directed, written by, directed by, and starring Ben Affleck as his version of Batman, and he decided not to do it, so they had to scramble to get someone else to make an unrelated Batman movie. No, they didn't, actually. They don't have to keep churning out Batman movies, in fact. Yeah, they could have. They just did a Batman. They've done many Batmans. Have you thought about, like, but what if they did? I I still think, we talked about this on our Discord, but the idea of a goth Batman is an idea that time has come. I firmly disagree. They are all meant to be goth Batmans. That's just not true. You look at Michael Keaton and be like, there's a goth. Is that really what you're saying? No, he's a jock in a world of goths. That's the whole point of that movie. Yes. But the point is, the tone of the movie is goth. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but Batman I want, returns more so I want, because of that zipper fetish suit. <laughs> I want the exact opposite of that. I want the whole world to be like normal slash airing on the side of bright and happy, and then Bruce Wayne to be like super depressive <laughs> and like listening to like the cure in his limo and going to board meetings okay. wearing like 
I don't know, sad clown makeup. Wait, is he the same <laughs> Come on, you're describing Joker. <laughs> It turns out out Batman and Joker are Tyler Durden and whoever the fuck else Edward Norton is supposed to be. Edward Norton's character does not have a name in that story. Did you know that? That's weird. Um, I do, I do though, okay, in my defense, when you said that the Tim Burton Batman movies were goth, those are just insane clown posse goth. They're not like real goth. <laughs> no, no. I think to be on a Tim Burton level, you need to have an understanding of aesthetics that the insane clown posse does not. Yeah. But the, okay, Batman Returns, those, the villains are just the insane clown posse. There's not even a joke there. That's just true. Uh, I would say murder clowns can be more diverse than just the insane clown posse. So yeah, and they're not as ICP as John Leguizamo in Spawn or anything. There you go. Like, they're close. There they're very close. Uh, if you told me that the guy Killer Mike or whoever is in the insane clown posse, <laughs> no. If you told Killer me- Mike is a rapper, <laughs> like oh, a real God. one, not like an ICP one. Yeah. What's the What's the one in There's. Violet J, Violet J, and Shaggy Two Dope. Okay, I got there. Violet J. If you told Mm -hmm. me that the first movie Violet J saw in movies in theaters was uh, Batman Returns, I would be like that. That makes a whole a hell of a lot of sense. Actually, (laughs) and also he's much younger than you thought. (laughs) Yes. Uh, he has not uh, taken care of his body, which is probably true. No, I'm going just... back to something, though. Matt, <laughs> you ahead. said Bruce Wayne or slash Batman. Spoiler alert. The Whoa, what? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Somebody tell the Joker. Is sad, uh, lonely, uh, unable to control his anger and negative emotions, and you want a goth Batman like that? I still say that is all the Batmans. I, mm. um, I just don't think so, because... Here's the thing, and here's why I think this this new movie also doesn't look as good as I want it to be, is because every Batman until now has done the goth thing of being very sad and angry all the time, but then they do the very not goth thing of channeling that into a productive uh, like endeavor and also doing violence against people. Well, in and, the true sense, being goth and channeling that would just be into writing poetry and smoking Yes! Stuff, right? That's what I'm saying! Okay. That's the Batman I want. You just want a Sherlock Holmes movie. <laughs> yes! But also an emo Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am going to posit something that I need you both to uh, tell me how you feel about it. Danny DeVito in Batman Returns is not ICP goth. He is Alice Cooper goth. Yes. No, no, but, I well, I don't agree, but I do think that Christopher Walken in Batman Returns is Alice Cooper goth. <laughs> uh, I will also, another thing I'm going to posit is the movie Louise is describing is Batman and Robin, where yeah, Batman is deadly serious and brooding and everything yeah. else is is bright colors and that movie sucks eggs. Yeah, I was going to say that's the one that absolutely uh embodies the classic goth Batman more than any other. It's just no one told George Clooney that he was in a comedy. They just I forgot just, to tell him. I I just think that the idea of you already need to put so much black makeup on the actor's face to have them be Batman, and then to have him take off that hood and have his black makeup running down his face from sweat and tears is so goth, and I love it so much, and yeah. I want that to be 80% of the movie. I so want you them love to... that in this trailer, because that does happen. 
Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I hope that that one second of the trailer represents 95% of the runtime. I want the next trailer to have nothing but a slow, sad piano cover of Mad World by oh, My no. Chemical Romance. I thought that's what no. it was going to be at first! <laughs> I hate that so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what would happen if it was a uh, Zack Snyder Batman movie. Yes. What's funny is, Louisa, I hate that too, but Jeff is right that that's exactly the vibe I want. And so I think that the tr- if they made this movie that I desperately want them to make, the tagline should be, finally, a Batman you can hate. <laughs> no, I'm into it. I think it. I've been able to hate a lot of the Batman's. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm... but it's never been easier. How about that? It's never yeah. been easier to hate a Batman. I want That's Water Brothers to acknowledge that this Batman you're supposed to dislike and not you're supposed to think that he's a cool badass. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I'm hoping cuz going back to this trailer, mm-hmm. the trailer seems to imply that through the course of the movie a lot of people are like Batman, like, you're not okay, and you shouldn't be doing these yeah. things. and then he starts singing that song, I'm Not Okay, yeah. but, yeah. But, yes, Jeff, put, put that song at the end of the episode. Hi, okay, I absolutely will. <laughs> oh, God, he actually will. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff loves that song. Anyway, um, but, like, that's a pretty cool take on Batman, the idea of a world where Batman is seen as insane as all of the people he fights, and everyone's afraid of him all the time. I yeah, that's well, what Tim Burton was going for. Yes, I think so, too. I think Tim Burton did the best job at that because he didn't have an extreme reverence for Batman, as far as I know, from what I can gather from his yeah, movies. He, he, he bragged didn't... about not having ever read a Batman comic before but, uh, directing the movie. He didn't have an extreme reverence for Batman like he does for for, say, Johnny Depp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but all the other directors of Batman movies have been like, what if he was, like, unlikable and unsociable? But he is still pretty cool, so also he's the best at everything, I guess. Yeah, I want a movie where Batman has no redemption arc. Yeah. Where he doesn't win at the end, he, like, barely holds his own, and at the end everyone's like, mm, I still don't like Batman. That's Guys. kind of how the uh, Christopher Nolan ones ended, isn't it? Yeah, you saw yeah. The Dark Knight, right? Because that's, a, <laughs> that's like, that movie true. ends with everyone being like, oh, Batman Honestly, murdered that guy we love. <laughs> Honestly, if that trilogy had ended at just The Dark Knight, I think that that would have been perfect. I think that the main issue with that series is that, like, The Dark Knight was two movies smashed together with all the filler cut out. Right. Uh, which is also why it's a good movie, because it's, so much stuff happens in it. It's a, it's the best Batman movie probably I've ever seen. Yeah, I guess. Um, and then, unfortunately, I think The Dark Knight Rises might be... It's definitely not the worst Batman movie, but it's, like... The 10th best Batman movie? <laughs> it's got that good Bane in it, though. We all love Bane. Bane yeah. is the, uh, but I love that Bane. <laughs> it's funny how the word good can mean so many things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because it is not, right. it's not good in that it makes the movie better, but it is good in that it's more fun to watch. Yeah, he makes a lot yeah. of strong choices, which I would like to see more actors do when they play well-known or revered roles. Yeah, I absolutely want more actors to like approach the director and be like, here's what I'm thinking. And the director goes, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like goth Batman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that director was absolutely like, hmm, I want to do a goth Batman. Who's the right person to cast? Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean... I I I'm 
I'm cautiously optimistic, and most of that is because uh, the fact that they're doing a good take on the Riddler, maybe, who is definitely the best Batman villain. I don't like that everything has to be gritty, though. Because uh, I guess we're seeing the Riddler wrap someone in a dead body in duct tape at the beginning of the trailer. I don't know. That's what I was confused about, because... Jeff told me the Riddler's being played by this, some boy, some young boy. <laughs> a slip some, of a boy. <laughs> yeah, some young, fresh-faced yeah, boy. Yeah, he's the I, boy from, uh, he's the boy where he drank his milkshake in, uh, There Will Be Blood. He's right, the boy from, that. Uh, that, uh, movie where everyone's in a van, that fucking sad family. What was that called? Uh, sad family Little Miss Sunshine? Little Miss Sunshine. He's the kid from Little Miss Sunshine? How did I not realize that? And now maybe I'm wondering if I'm wrong, but I feel like I remember him from that. How do they not even show him in the trailer at all? Yeah. That's messed up. Although, although, <laughs> can you imagine the reveal if they didn't show him in the trailer because in the movie, it's all of that dark, gritty, Christopher Nolan-level Batman shit, and then the Riddler comes out for the first time in the green, question mark, spandex <laughs> suit, just yeah. like Jim Carrey did. Yes. <laughs> like, that would be incredible! <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty great. I was right, it was Paul Dano, thank you. I knew Jeff wasn't going to yeah, say. Yeah, I looked it up. Uh, well, I wasn't going to say because you hate when I say things that I've looked up. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, uh, but you. De- but I know you definitely would have said it if I was wrong, so. Mm, yeah, maybe. I want Paul Dano to come out in, like, a Matthew Lesko question mark suit. Like <laughs> oh, a, yes! Like a bow tie covered in question marks, Batman, glasses. Did you know that the government will pay for the zoning on your Batcave? <laughs> Yeah, he's just trying to get Batman into a multi-level marketing scheme. Yeah, he wins all of Gotham City over with great ideas for uh, public works and tax breaks that they can get a hold of. And he improves Gotham that way, so then Batman's against him, but we are against Batman. And he explains the whole scheme to Batman, and Batman's like, yeah, no, I know what what a pyramid scheme is. You didn't have (laughs) to explain that. It does make me think of one of the best episodes of the animated series, though, where Batman is, like, uh, stalking the Riddler who has gone clean and is just making toys now, and he's, like, keeps on breaking into his house and stealing his stuff, (laughs) and, like... I hope I wish that they'd had the guts to make it end with the Riddler wasn't committing any crimes and Batman was just crazy. Yeah. Um, but actually in the animated series, it turns out he was planning something. But like that level would be an amazing thing for the movie that Batman is obsessed with a villain, thinks he knows that it's Paul Dano and starts stalking him, and then it turns out it's not even him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, we talked about this a little bit just in other conversations, but uh, I feel like the, what I want from a Batman movie skirts way too close to American Psycho, which mm. is that he thinks there's all these conspiracies and crime kingpins to Gotham, but it's just a regular city and it's not really like that. I'm certain <laughs> we've talked about this before, but in the comics after Bruce Wayne died, spoilers, they did a bunch of weird Batman things where they explored other wor- versions of him. And the one where Alfred was all of the villains in different costumes to keep Bruce Wayne entertained (laughs) was an incredible idea. (laughs) It was a very, it was a very, like, very strange, like, 80 page Neil Gaiman comic. So that tells you a little something about the tone of that one. It's very strange. Uh, Uh, You guys see, did you see the trailer for this uh, hashtag, the Snyder Cut? No, I've heard it's four hours long, which is crazy. Oh, man, this is 
absolutely the worst movie I've ever been excited for. This movie is going to be somehow worse than the abominable piece of garbage Justice League, and I'm so excited to watch this trash. Yeah, I've watched the (laughs) Justice League twice now, and I can't imagine sitting through it again, but also twice as long. (laughs) Oh man, twice as long and made by a significantly less skilled director. (laughs) The thing about it is, um... I don't see how adding more footage to the movie could make it better, because the thing that's bad about it is that none of the characters have any point of view or goals. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm so... This movie is going to be, like, a new level of bad movie. I yeah. Uh, I saw that you posted a picture of uh, Dark Side. <laughs> shirtless weird God. like uh grimace level dark side <laughs> so uh one of, one of our friends posted that he just looks like gray thanos yeah absolutely he just absolutely looks like thanos on arm day <laughs> like he's just lifting weights louisa uh, just to catch you up yeah. um so in you did not see the justice league no Good. So the villain, the villain in the Ju- Justice League movie is a guy named Steppenwolf. Yes, we've um, talked about that part. Yes, yes, <laughs> and he is a CGI abomination. Mm-hmm. And apparently, in the original script, uh, in the comics, Steppenwolf is one of the heralds of Darkseid, who is basically the Satan of the DC universe, mm-hmm. um, or the Thanos, I guess, of the DC universe. Yeah, because there is a character who is named Lucifer Morningstar, who is Satan. Well, that's true, although he's very chill. Joe Manganiello? Wasn't one of these people Joe Manganiello? Uh, he's Deathstroke in the Joss Whedon version's post credit scene, but that okay. scene apparently isn't in this version. Okay. So, By the way, <laughs> Jeff, you said you haven't watched uh, the Flash TV series, right? Uh, I missed a bunch of it, yeah. So, for I think everyone knows, but they did a Crisis on Infinite Earths thing in the yeah. Arrowverse. Uh, they include the, the Lucifer TV show. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> they f- visit I had heard him. that. They visit his nightclub, and it's extremely good. It's extremely funny. <laughs> they managed to include, like, so many surprising things. Like, there's a shot of a newspaper with Michael Keaton's face on it. Yes. That's weird. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I guess I'm gonna pass this off. I didn't really have much more to say. It's just depressing to me to watch this trailer. <laughs> Even so seeing what? Jeffrey Wright, who I like very much, I couldn't tell he was supposed to be Commissioner Gordon. Jeff told me that later. You could—he had a mustache and glasses. That's all you need. We saw so a did the man Steve who looks Bannon like a guy. What's that? So did the Steve Bannon guy. Yeah. So mm. we saw a guy standing in front of a podium to deliver a press conference, just looking confused. He has no lines, and this man looks like an older Orson Welles. And or I was a, like, or I, a slightly less pouchy Steve Bannon, as I keep saying. Yes. Okay. And all we I all thought agree was, okay, this like is Steve Commissioner Bannon. Gordon. I don't even know who this guy is. And then, no, I did not know who Jeffrey Wright was seeing him after that. Mm, I see. Well, if Jeffrey anyway, Wright had been sad. Alfred, I would have been on board. Mm, that would I mean, be pretty good. I think he's even better as Commissioner Gordon, don't get me wrong. but. Yeah. Eh, anyway, so that movie's going to come out. You guys will probably enjoy it. I will not see it. Uh, Matt, what did you do this week? Uh, so, speaking of not being able to sleep, this morning I was woken up by one of the carbon monoxide detectors in my house going off. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And I was very nervous. I ended up waking up Jen at, like, 5.30 in the morning, and I feel very bad about it now. But I wasn't sure if I was being poisoned or not, <laughs> so... 
Yeah. Uh, I, I got this detector and I looked at it and okay. It is insane how hard it is to know whether the detector is telling you that you're being poisoned or not. <laughs> that, yeah. Because. <laughs> That's his main job. I looked at it and it was beeping a series of beeps once every minute. Hmm. And I looked up the, the detector, like, schematics online, and apparently if it beeps five times every minute, that means this device is too old and you need to buy a new one. Hmm. But if it beeps four times every minute, then you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's yeah. Why not have it just, like, scream at you the words, you're dying? Like, right. That can't take much more battery power, right? It can't. And... <laughs> Why would you make them so close? Yeah. If it could Just be any make it number. be like, if it's beeping five times a minute, get a new device. If it's beeping constantly and you can't stop it, get out of the house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then I ended up looking up YouTube videos of people setting their alarm off so I could see what it sounded like when it was going off for the bad reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took like half an hour of figuring out is this my model Mm, no that one doesn't have a battery is this my model oh my god i was like genuinely like freaking out like should i be running away from my house at top speed right now (laughs) also any unit that is going to alert you of something should say on it in the predominant language of wherever it's being sold what that stuff means yes and it does have on the back of it it says five beeps replace unit, four beeps, uh, leak detected, three beeps, replace battery, or whatever. Mm-hmm. First of all, the fact that the four beeps, the one that means you're dying, yeah. is in between the <laughs> other less significant beeps is insane. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Oh He's my god. Just go, beep, 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 yes. beep, 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 beep. So it turns out, so the descriptions everywhere that I looked said, five beeps every minute means replace the unit, four beeps and then a pause means it's detected a leak. But nowhere said how long that pause was. Mm. So like, is it a pause of a minute? Or is it a pause of ten seconds? Or one second? Uh, It turns out it's a pause of one second. But (laughs) it doesn't say that on the device literally anywhere. So... Like if I was if I was less diligent in my research at six a.m., I would have had fucking fire trucks at my house this morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Ugh, That's terrible. That is crazy. And the way that it does the flashing or beeping is like so. Like, how many did I do? Five or four? I don't know. Yeah. Like I, you can't count them when they go that fast. <laughs> Yeah. Everything about it is bad, and I was so upset because I feel like I'm usually a pretty capable person mm. and, like, able to deal with crises, but having to wake up my wife at 5 a.m. when she had to go to work in a few hours and be like, I'm very scared that we're going to die, and I don't want you to die in your sleep, so just be awake with me while I'm fearing about being dead. That was This help. is the UI problem with tech, isn't it? Because people are who are making it are thinking, okay, well, three means this, four means this, five means this. No yeah. one is thinking you have just been woken up in the middle of the night and you don't know how many beeps it was. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, and this is another example of why anyone in the tech industry uh, should absolutely be taking uh, more education in the humanities. Yes. <laughs> Silicon Valley does not think about the like practical social implications of their technology, even down to something that will tell you if you're dying or not. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's so wild. And... There are so many... One of the things that I found to be genuinely tragic is there are so many Amazon review sections for different smoke and CO2 alarms. uh, CO1 alarms, I guess I should say. um, On Amazon that are just, like, people being like, this is happening, what does this mean? (laughs) And it's very scary, I completely get it! But the idea of going to the Amazon questions page for your thing and being like, ah! <laughs> Where people often don't answer a question for five years. <laughs> yeah. Or they'll respond and they'll be like, yeah, I don't know, it's happening to me too. Like, fuck! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. The most depressing thing is when you have a problem with a product and you Google about it and you find a forum post from eight years ago with no replies of someone having the exact same problem. Yes. yes. Or a forum post from eight years ago with one person saying it and then like 30 people all being like, yeah, I don't know, but it's happening to me too. <laughs> and no one responds to any of no, them. No, I think the worst is when you go to a forum, somebody says, I have this problem. Somebody else says, oh, I can get you the answer for that. And then the mod says, this uh thread is closed because it's too similar yes. to another thread. You're like, I can't find the other thread! Why did you delete the answer, you asshole? <laughs> I see no. something on Reddit I see sometimes. It's like, okay, I PM'd you the answer. <laughs> Why? No, yeah. tell the rest of us. What are you doing? No, I found the worst one. The worst one is actually... <laughs> You find a forum post somewhere where someone has asked the question that has the exact problem that you have, and then they get an answer, and then you try that answer, and it still doesn't work for you. (laughs) Everything's terrible. (sighs) Yes. This actually happened this week because I was building a circuit board, and I needed to make an uh, uh, OLED screen work. And it just wasn't working, and everyone online was like, oh yeah, you just have to rewire it to these pins. And I was like, I did that already! And literally everyone was like, yep, that solved it for me, that solved it for me too! And the answer was that I needed to add resistors to the circuit, but nowhere said that! I just had to guess what, how much (laughs) resistance needed to be added to the circuit. I've seen on Mastodon a post from someone I don't know, but it's just been circulating because they asked people to boost it, which says they're looking for a special kind of connector, and they can't find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. And that threat, they describe very carefully what they need. That threat is full of people being like, well, what about this one? And the person being like, no, I need nine pin, and this is eight pin. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. sorry. The next person, well, what about this one? Okay, this is six, and I need nine. Like, oh my god! <laughs> people will not take the time to figure out if they can answer a question before they answer it. Yeah. I'm going insane. At that yeah. point, you just cut off the connector entirely and strip the wires and just connect them directly, right? <laughs> yeah, some people have said that, and this person has very patiently and carefully detailed why they can't do that. Why not? Oh my god! If the I things will connect anyway with a connector, then they'll connect with the solder. <laughs> fuck, fuck, man, you can't argue with me about it! <laughs> well, anyway. I had to do some. I had to do that with, uh, I had an old 
fan that I wanted to connect up, and it had, like, eight pins, and I was like, I don't have a connector for this, so I just cut off the connector and wired it up. It worked fine. Mm -hmm. And then your carbon monoxide detector goes off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) No, those other pins were keeping the carbon monoxide in. They completed the circuit to keep that monoxide circulating within the fan and not being blown out into the room. The other yeah. pins are pins in the sense of, like, uh, a pin that goes into a hole. This one was a pin like a grenade pin <laughs> that keeps it from exploding with carbon monoxide. Exactly. <sighs> All right, Jeff, what did you do this week? Thank you. Um, so I actually meant to bring this last week, but I forgot and panicked and said something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, re- I recently watched uh, an HBO Max original series called Close Enough. Uh, this is a... Comedy cartoon for adults uh, made by J.G. Quintel, the creator of Regular Show. Um, Which one's Regular inter- Show? With the anthropomorphic birds and stuff? It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's got a blue jay and a shitty one that has jokes that no one thinks are funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wasn't really a big fan of Regular Show. Uh, I liked this one quite a bit, though. I remember um, in college a lot of friends who I thought were smart people who I liked who would quote regular show jokes to me and then look at me as if I was supposed to laugh, and then I'd be like, I don't understand how that's a joke. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it, this one is, what's interesting about it is it was shelved three years ago at TBS, and now that uh, Warner Brothers has a huge streaming service, they're, like, in a panic to get original content, so, like, they gave Search Party a third season, they took this show off the shelf but didn't update any of the pop culture references, so there's, like, fidget spinner jokes in there and stuff. (laughs) Pretty good. Yeah, uh, it's... I don't know, it was pretty enjoyable. It's about um, two millennials who have a five-year-old daughter, and they live in Los Angeles with two roommates who are a divorced couple. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. uh, It is... It's, you know, it's one of the... It's one of the few times I've seen a uh, depiction of, like, being in your 30s where, like, the people aren't either completely destitute or living in a, like, three-bedroom loft apartment in downtown Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, they live in an apartment and have roommates, but also, like, they still have some money to go out every once in a while. Yeah, I guess that's good. Yeah, so it felt very relatable, even though I do not have a wife or child. So what what attracted you to watching this show? Uh, I had seen a trailer for it several years ago, uh, okay. because and like then discovered like oh HBO Max just put eleven episodes of it up on their service on launch day. Uh, so I watched it, and you know. I enjoyed to view it. Um, if you don't like regular show because you don't like J.G. Quintel's voice, he voices the Blue Jay, uh, then you probably won't like this because he voices the main character. But it feels much more like he uh, is writing something that comes from his own current life experience rather than regular show, which was like nostalgia for teenagedom and college. Hmm. Okay. So wait, is it an animated show? Yes, it is an an 11-minute gag-based animated cartoon, except instead of being for children and teenagers, it is for adults, Uh, which is not something I've seen before. Usually when you do an adult cartoon, it's like a half-hour sitcom. Or Spawn. Yeah, or Spawn, or The Max. 
<laughs> what, what other MTV action cartoons? Aeon Flux? <laughs> I believe Swan uh, was an HBO premium. Oh, was it? It was, yeah. yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I remember watching one episode of it when I was too young to watch that show <laughs> and being like, this is so boring. <laughs> I, I found out, this is probably a fact that you both know, but I found out a few years ago that the very first HBO original series was Fraggle Rock. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. It was great. Yeah. It's very strange to me that, like, now they're known for, like, oh, yeah, this is a show where they're contractually mandated to have, like, boobs and wieners in every episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what you don't know is that the very second series was real sex, and then they tried to combine the two, and that didn't go as good as you'd think it would. Real Fraggle Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's real stories of being in Fraggle Rock. No sex in it at all. <laughs> also, uh, anyway, what is irritating yeah. about, you say, like, oh, it's all boobs and wieners. It's not, because... At first, 90s or early 2000s, they were like, yeah, anything goes with us. We will show graphic depictions of sex and violence. We will show full frontal nudity. And then later they're like, eh, maybe just boobs, I guess. They absolutely don't show full frontal nudity anymore. I stand by my theory that HBO is run by the same weird cult of people who are against, like, sex education in schools because they want to promote chastity, and instead of doing it in a way where it's like, if we just don't tell people about sex, they won't do it. HBO's theory is, if we make sex as gross as possible to look at, <laughs> where you see it and you're ashamed to have ever wanted to do that thing, then that will make people be chased. And you know what? It worked on me. <laughs> Every time I watch Girls, I'm like, well, I never want to have sex with anything again. Oh, didn't Game of Thrones have a lot of people hanging dong, though? No! What are you talking about? Of course not. Just Hodor. Yeah, just Hodor. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it had a lot of uh, man butts and maybe, like, sideballs. Yeah, I mean, there there was a little bit of full frontal nudity, but the not number as, of characters and the numbers of people who did nudity it doesn't line up. Yeah. It also, like, as the cast got more and more famous, they were less and less willing to do nudity, so it all became, like, secondary and tertiary characters, just naked at the background. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody naked getting their head cut off, because then they <laughs> claim that it's non-sexual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to but get around the those. Person, for the person for whom it is sexual, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is not a good audience to court. HBO. No. <laughs> they just keep rewinding that one scene from 300 where the guy gets his head chopped off. Yep. Uh, anyway, is it time for a wiki? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, this is a sequel to a previous episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we did the Candy Crush Saga wiki, now we do the Candy Crush Saga Fanon wiki. Holy Jesus God. Yeah. They... People, hold on. I need yes. to. I'm getting a head rush from reshaping my worldview. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, tunnel vision. There's like a copper taste in your mouth. Yeah, I might be getting carbon monoxide poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly your arm's going numb. Yeah. Oh my god, wait. Okay. Tastes like burnt toast. <laughs> Candy Crush Saga Fanon. So, the, is there. Difference? Okay. Sorry, go on. No, what is the difference between the one we did and this one? Because I thought that one was this also is... about making up your own fucking candy people. No, that one no. was uh, cataloging all of the characters and stages of Candy Crush. This one is about uh, fan fiction. Okay. But 
it's just a game, right? There's not, like, a cartoon show of Candy Crush, right? It's not even a game with a yes. plot, is it? Right. <laughs> so it has a very this... loose plot, like, oh, these cutouts are moving through a candy lab. Are right, you telling exactly. me, all right, is this fucking wiki going to be a bunch of people being like, I would put a lollipop in top left, and then a jelly bean in top left two, and then a kind like chocolate bar in top left three, like... Is that the level of fi- fan fiction we're talking about here? I think it's probably more like, and then Queen Frostine fell in love with Sonic the Hedgehog, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's fuck. Definitely... yeah, I love this wiki now. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely going to be like uh, Lord Lollipop uh, married the uh, jelly bean-shaped piece. Does he get his head cut <laughs> off while he's nude? Because then... Oh yeah, this is definitely like a hardcore one. <laughs> I want to make a Game of Thrones God. pun about candy, and I can't, so... Moving on. Uh, wait, uh... No, I yeah, don't think it's on. possible. Winter oh. Fresh is coming. Ooh, pretty That's good. pretty good. Yeah, I like that one. Or Winter Green probably would have been better. Red well. Licorice Wedding? Is that anything? <laughs> Red, Red Vines hot, Wedding. Red Hot Wedding, yeah. You got there. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, the background I'm seeing is a pink, red, and orange colored uh, landscape. It's very angular. There's like um, very blocky looking uh, stone formations, and there are trees which are growing lollipops. Yeah, it looks like it's in the style of like Ren and Stimpy or mm. the funny Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon that was bad. Yeah. Well, more more specifically, it's in the visual style of all the cutscenes of Candy Crush, right? Yes, that's true. The, the things in the foreground have a white outline as if they are cardboard cutouts. So, right. Uh, welcome, welcome to Candy Crush Saga Fanon Wiki. You can now create your own version of Candy Crush Saga, one step <sighs> ahead. <laughs> Don't know what that means. Uh, here, of course, since this is a fan, sorry, here, of course, since this is a Fanon Wiki for Candy Crushers. You can create your own versions of CCS, like episodes, levels, and even new things. Just go creative here in the Candy Crush Saga fan and wiki. Anything about creativity in Candy Crush is 100% approved. Now, are you on to the ultimate challenge? Create your own Candy Crush now. So, there's that. They have 9, The only way this could have any value is if it's somebody being like, here's how you code JavaScript to make your own match three game. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, it's not like Super Candy Crush Maker for the Nintendo Switch or anything. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. Uh, let me see if there's any rules about whether or not it can be pornographic. <laughs> it there's says... Anything. Jeff, yeah, I have to quote, Just go creative here in Candy Crush Saga Fan and Wiki. Anything about creativity in Candy Crush is 100% approved. Yeah, the wiki rules say that you can't vandalize, harass, or spam. Uh, and immature behavior and advertising are not allowed, but it says absolutely nothing about adult content one way or the other. There you nice. go. I'm going to make all these jelly beans in the shape of a dick. <laughs> they already are. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, well, okay. <laughs> how? It's just how do we find the one that the ones that are pornographic? Here's what's bothering me: elements and blockers. Feel free to create your own. Oh, sorry, it moved away. Element and blockers. Uh, create your own unique elements and blocker ideas, and let us know how it works. So this is special pieces that you'd use in the game, 
people who do this stuff never understand that the game is meant to be balanced. So, like, yeah. something does something good, but maybe it's not, uh, uh, maybe it's not accurate. So you don't know. And where the harder it's going to it is to thing. get, the more powerful it does. That kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. So I'm sure what everyone is doing is like, what if this piece had all the same properties as a candy bomb, except could explode as many times as you want. You're like, no, you're not understanding the balance of the game when you say things like that. That's crazy. I think the thing that is making me the most furious, maybe of any wiki we've ever looked at, is the featured poll that is just below that that uh, scrolling thing. I've just seen it, yes. This is the featured poll. Here is the question that they are asking. How many levels would you plan to make? And the options are 1 to 200, 200 to 400. They're just asking you to pick a number? Yes, and this is question number five of what? We have no idea. Yeah. The thing that is winning by yeah. uh, factors of 10 is 801 or more levels. It has 155 <sighs> votes. I voted for 201 to 400. Which only I'm has voting five for votes. 1 to 200 because I'm going to make one level and it's going to shape, be shaped like a dick. Yeah. For some reason, that's second place. <laughs> yeah. I think it's all the people who come here and they're like, why the fuck would you want to make 800 <laughs> levels of anything? Yeah, you've got realistic people 1 to 200. But then <laughs> I do like this poll because it really shows the unfounded ambition of the fanon community. Because yes. if you went to one of the ones where people are writing fake episodes of Thomas the Tank Engine or whatever, and you're like, do you mm-hmm. think you could write a whole season? Everyone's going to be like, yeah, I absolutely will. And then they don't even write one episode. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like we're doing middle school remote learning, and it's summer right now, so I have all this free time. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to spend it all on Thomas the Tank Engine episodes. Yep. I have the time to do it right now, and because I don't have the ability to project my mind into my future state, I assume I always will. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I've clicked on the number one page um, okay. On, okay. in, like, the top ranking right now. Uh, and it is called Candy Crush 071's Candy Crush. Uh, I assume Candy Crush 071 is a user, but they are not the user who has edited this page most recently, so who knows. <sighs> News. April 29th, 2017. Licorice Laundromat Levels 1421 to 1435 has been released. This heading, Insane World, and then in italics underneath that, this is the reality version, reality capitalized. To go to the Insane World counterpart, click here. What does this mean? (laughs) Insane World was that movie with Brad Pitt where he had sex with a cartoon, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, that was Who Banged Roger Rabbit. (laughs) She Bangs Roger Rabbit, the Ricky Martin version. (laughs) (laughs) It's too many things. Yeah, <laughs> that's way too many things. Yeah, that's true. We're not into that mashup humor unless it's only two things and they're both instantly recognizable products of the Disney Corporation. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Uh, elements not in the original game that are in CC071. Uh, oh, there's a new color of candy. Great. Cyan. Of course there is. That's the thing. Everyone wants to do this just to be like, you know what would be great? If there was a new one of these things that are in this game. You're not creating anything by saying that. There are chocolate levels. Okay, cool. This sucks. Yeah. (laughs) It does suck. I clicked on, in Active Fanons, I clicked on CCR, which I guess stands for Candy Crush Revenge. Uh, Oh, I was thinking, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, let's run through the this, jungle to go play. These, these candies were born on the bayou. Um, but anyway. Louisa, do you have one? Uh, no, I'm entranced by this, but I'm going to come back to it after Matt's done whatever he's saying. Uh, okay, cool. So uh, I'm looking at the... Um, it also has the cyan candy, so there's that. Okay. Um, and I'm looking at... There's a part that says reality major milestones. Oh my god, I thought it was going to be like an Infinity War crossover for a (laughs) second there. Here are the milestones. Level 100 for the 100th level. Level 200 for the 200th level. Level 400 for the 400th level. Level 500 for the 500th level. (laughs) It just goes on like this. There's a Great. couple, like, incomprehensible ones in between that also seem just as insignificant. <laughs> yes. I mean, 100th jelly level is nothing. So No one knows what any of that means. On Matt's page, it uh, lists information about the episodes, which I guess is the groupings of levels. Um, I don't know how many of these are real. Probably a lot of them. But you're seeing things like Toffee Town or Apple Apartment. Fine. Uh, they're all what you might expect if you just thought of candies and then places off the top of your head. Uh, except there's Cherry Citadel. <laughs> and that seems oh, man. unnecessarily, uh, militaristic for this world, doesn't it? Ooh, that no, I like me. that. That one got me. I like that. <laughs> everything, literally everything else is Pie Palace Fruity Forest. That is the yeah. only one like that. Yeah, they couldn't just... think of another building that started with a C. I guarantee you, that's why they did that. <laughs> but I'm wondering if that's in the real game because I could see that they were like mm, Cherry Caldor. Mm, Caldor shut down a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> castle? No, no, we can't use Castle. <laughs> oh mm. shit, we should have done Castle, you guys. <laughs> Berry Burlington Coat Factory. No, that one also shut down. <laughs> also, oh wait, no, start with a C. <laughs> Uh, no, I said Barry. I changed oh, it. Oh, I got it. Uh, Burlington Coat Factory didn't shut down, did it? No, I <laughs> think it's still a thing. I was thinking of Bradley's. You're gonna love the way you look, I guarantee it, Jeff. No, oh, that's Ben's Warehouse. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Which one's <laughs> Burlington Coat Factory? Marshmallow it's just called, Men's Warehouse. It's just oh, called God. Burlington now. They only make suits for Marshmallow Men, though, so... Guys, yeah, you're like just writing... Mallow. Louisa, you're writing Candy Crush fanfiction right <laughs> damn now. Damn it! God damn it! At the Candy you Mall. fall into their trap. <laughs> all our favorite uh, characters go to the Candy Mall together? Yep. Yep. Oh, boy. All of, all of the cool characters from every universe show up to celebrate my Candy Crush birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, I got a random page, but it is just one of the standard pages that all wikis have. So, do we cover it out of stick to or do I roll again, because I got recent wiki activity? Huh. I guess we could go through this. I, okay. I do find it very depressing how many of the entries on it are just descriptions of users by those users. Like, writing their own profiles, basically. There's a bunch of comments on different people's levels that they've made, such as, this level has the same design as this one. I assume that there's a link when you click through. (laughs) Uh, Impossible. The licorice block the candy flow at the start, and you have no more possible move. Mm. Moves. Moves. Uh, Be careful with this level. Do not match on the bottom if you are not eliminating a licorice. Otherwise, the board fills with licorice and you dot dot dot. Why do you have advice? Okay, hold on. I can make an AP, I can make an APK editor code for this soon. 
Now, hold on. Are people actually making these levels? Because APK editor tells me that somebody is modding yeah, Candy, Candy Crush program. APKs yeah. into oh, APKs no. the installer file for an Android uh, app. Is, is this someone... the saddest fandom you could be actively a part of, making your own Candy Crush levels? No, because if they're actually making the levels, that's yeah. kind of cool. That if makes they it are not just sad. If they are theorizing potential Candy Crush levels, yes, that's very sad. Not really seeing the distinction. Uh, well, it's like the difference between writing Mario fanfiction and modding Super Mario Bros. I don't know. Well, and it's like the difference between doing 45 different designs of something you want to make and actually making something. Yeah. I think ROM hacks are completely acceptable as a, as a thing to be into making. Yeah. Sorry, Louise, I didn't mean to, to attack you so directly by talking about designing projects that you never want to start. <laughs> you also do that. So I know, I, I do. I didn't feel attacked. Good. I want to see, can I install CCR? Can I get an APK for this? You're just going to get Creedence Clearwater Revival on your phone, Jeff. That's not That's a fine. bad outcome. Let them yeah. out. out of there, Jeff. They've still got music to make. Mm, do they? No. Definitely I, don't think John, I don't think John Fogarty likes any of those guys anymore. No. He just well, wants to sing about baseball. Don't trap them in your phone with each other. Ugh, dumb. Yep. Give us a rando. Okay, I got a random page, and my random page is level 19 CCR Insane World. Ooh, we get to Hell level Insane yes. World. <clears throat> so I guess... I guess that the way that they did this is sort of like, um... I don't know how to describe it. Like, you know how when you play some video games, there's, like, the negative version of, of levels that you can play through? Like Sonic yeah. CD, where you can play the, the post-apocalyptic hellscape version of all of the levels? Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like, I guess that's what they're going for here. <laughs> there's, like, the reality version. Reality, of course, where everything is made of candy. And then the insane world version, where... Everything's made of Brussels sprouts? <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's still made of candy, but there's like... <laughs> I guess I guess it's like the extra hard bonus levels? I guess mm. so. I do like that it's called, in the episode called Haunted Hinterland. That is, I like yeah, that. That's, that's pretty good. Okay. I like when you hover over links, it does a weird little effect. Yeah, like it color, color balances the text or whatever. Yeah, it splits into the primary colors and then all zoops together. Although it makes it unreadable when you're hovering over it, because it makes it yellow. <laughs> yeah, and the background is like orangey, pinkish yellow. <laughs> uh, okay. Level 19 CCR is the 19th level in Haunted Hinterland and the 7th ingredients level in Insane World of Candy Crush Saga Candy's Revenge. To pass this level, you must collect three cherries and score at least 30,000 points in 30 moves or fewer. If you have extra moves left in this level, Sugar Crush will activate striped candies and score your additional points. Great. So, it's all the same rules as a normal level uh, in the normal game. I guess so. Mm. Yeah, it's got difficulty information about how the field is small and the ingredients can get stuck if you're not careful. Yeah. Um, the board itself has, like, black spiral tokens and, like, white shell, uh, things that are definitely not candies. Is this part of 
the base Candy Crush saga experience? Does anyone? Yeah, that looks like licorice and uh, different types of chocolate. I thought that was licorice ropes, and then like the foil cups that you would put truffles in, but just it's just the foil cup. Yeah, I think if it has like the couple at the bottom have chocolates in them, it's like multiple layers that you have to hit it multiple times, and then if it's just the foil, you Mm. only have to hit it once. That's good. I hope Mm. that's true. This is why I didn't ever get into Candy Crush, is because, like, the beginning levels are fun. You're just matching three, and things blow up. And then later on, it's like, here's what you do. You still match three, but the board is in this incredibly frustrating shape, and you doesn't matter how many things you match, what you actually are trying to do is this dumb, incredibly complicated thing, and other rules, and you have to score this number of points, or, and it's like, I just want to match candies! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want to have to deal with all this shit. I love a match-three puzzle game. I played a bunch of Candy Crush, but I did not stick with it the way I did with... For example, the Bejeweled free-to-play phone game that I played, like, 600 levels of. <laughs> yep. I've played all the levels available of uh, Dr. Mario World on my phone, so oh, yeah. I'm waiting for them to come up with new levels. And in the meantime, I have to go back and try to do better on the levels I didn't do so good on, which I hate. You have to get doctor outfits for Waluigi, all the doctor outfits. Yeah. He already the has sexy a doctor nurse outfit. outfit for Waluigi. <laughs> yeah, he- but the one with the nipples cut out. <laughs> Dr. Doctor, Doctor, uh, Waluigi has a tie with an upside-down L at the bottom. Oh, God, that's Ooh. good. <laughs> I want to own that tie. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Matt, do you like puzzle games? Because me and Louisa clearly do, because of whatever is wrong with our brains. <laughs> I like a lot of puzzle games, but Match 3s have never particularly appealed to me. I've been playing, Jeff, you recommended the uh, Konami Picross Android yeah. game. I've been playing a lot of that. I love Picross. When I was a kid, I played... A thousand hours of the original Picross on Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. that's, that's the kind of puzzle game I like, is ones where you just can take as long as you need to and look at all of the clues and be like, oh, this one, and then click it. And then you don't do anything for another ten minutes, and then you're like, oh, this one too. That, that's the kind of game I want. That is good. If I If there's a fucking timer that means anything, <laughs> I am out. See, I like that kind of game, yes. And then I also like a match three kind of game like Dr. Mario is, which uh, is completely mindless. Mm. Yeah. You get into the zone and you're just like, all right, yellow, I can see yellow. Like, I'm move- I'm trying to move faster than I can think on this. And that is I like. I don't like the timed levels, but I, I like a match three where you can, like, be careful about your move, like, most of the modes in Bejeweled. Yes, this game kind of has both, because most levels, it's like yeah. you get 40 capsules, so make the most of them, and then some levels, it's infinite capsules, but you only have 60 seconds. Yeah, like, limited moves, I think I prefer to limited time. Jeff, have you moved somewhere, perhaps down to the bottom of a well? You're very uh, No, I, I, I just stood up a little bit. I'm still the same distance from the mic that's recording <laughs> me, but I guess I did move slightly away from the one that I'm talking to you Oh, okay. You're tad. You're a tad echoey, it's fine. as if you're about to emerge from a well to rebuke mankind. Mm, are yep. you? Probably. Yes. Uh, I got a random. It's page. one of my favorite paintings. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not good to look at, but it's good for memes, I guess. <laughs> I, I like to look at it. I think it's yeah. very scary. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love a scary, scary painting. Things. Sure. Uh, I got a random level, and it is. Jam no, random page, a random Sorry, page. Yes. Well, they are all levels. Oh also. no! Oh no! <laughs> She's getting sucked in. Yeah. 
<laughs> she's being indoctrinated by the Candy Crush fanon. It's true. I got jam levels. Jam levels are one of the level types in some fanons. This level type doesn't exist in the original game, but exists in a similar way in Candy Crush Soda Saga. So. Cool. When <laughs> yeah. you say I got jam levels, it sounded like you were selling some kind of pill at an ecstasy rave. Hey everyone, I got jam levels. You want to get fucking high? You want to see God? <laughs> I think it sounds like I'm the DJ, and I'm like, yes, we are totally popping off tonight. I've got jam levels going. <laughs> That's when you have to adjust your jam levels. <laughs> uh, so in Candy Crush, can okay? There's Candy Crush Soda Saga, but then there's Candy Crush Sugar Saga. Soda good. Saga is a real one. Sugar Saga is a phantom one. All right, you can tell because. Soda Saga sounds like it could be a real thing, whereas Sugar Saga sounds stupid as hell. <laughs> they both are stupid are and right. sound stupid. Soda Saga at least adds something new. Sugar Saga, yeah, that's already Candy Crush. <laughs> I'm looking at, I think I found, uh, like, instructions for how to put in, like, DIY levels, and it is so complicated. Mm-hmm. I don't like that these jams are just named by their color and not the type of jam they are. There's purple jam, green jam, red jam. That's no Boo. good. Yeah. Yeah. Boo. Here's what I especially don't like. Blue jam spreads every move if no matches are made on it, similar to chocolate jelly. What is chocolate jelly? How dare you? What are you talking about? I guess that's a thing in the real game. Chocolate jelly? Yeah, it sounds pretty bad, which I guess motivates you to destroy it, because it sounds like a candy you wouldn't want to eat. <laughs> yes, Isn't that what we ate last night? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, for the listener, we had some Japanese candies, and some of them were like white chocolate with a brown jelly inside of it, and it was very texturally unpleasant. Yeah. Yes. It was it was like uh, soy sauce-flavored mochi inside <laughs> of white chocolate, and it was a nightmare to eat, and I'm definitely thinking about going and eating the rest of them as soon as we're done recording. Also, for the listener, we did not do this in person. We are still living in quarantine times, but we did it over uh, Zoom or whatever. Now, at this point, when people are like, oh, we had a movie watch party, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I always assume they're being socially distanced. So then if they're like, and my friend spilled popcorn all over the couch, I'm like, what the fuck? You had it in person? What are you talking about? Unless they're over 50. And then <laughs> I assume that they did it in person in defiance yeah. of quarantine. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, but they also wouldn't have... know how to coordinate a movie watch party. Well, no exactly. Watch. That's why. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I only will hang out with other human beings outdoors. I have not been, in, like, hanging out in other people's homes at all. Because I have two roommates and I have no control over them quarantining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now you're hanging out with this dog, your parents' dog, that is swarming yeah, with germs, I'm assuming. Uh, uh, I mean, dog germs, not like virus. Uh, dogs can <laughs> carry the coronavirus, actually. Like, on their fur, but I'm not going over there and no, huffing his fur. not on their fur. Like, they can be carriers, like, they can be infected by it and give it to other people. Don't let that dog mm. cough on you, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna let this dog cough on me. <laughs> yep. Alright, jam. I like jam. I like making jam. This game is making a mockery of the whole idea of jam. Yeah, it seems like jam is just a concept for, like, a, sp- a thing that spreads over time. Yes. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Dumb. This is a this is a dumb wiki. I don't like it. 
Yeah. Yeah. I will say, anytime the word fanon appears in the title of any wiki, I get pretty depressed. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's it's just so much more depressing when it's hypothetical levels of a storyless puzzle game. Yes. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Like, here, I've, I've photoshopped this grid of candy pieces. Can you imagine how fun that would be to play? <laughs> well, that's all you can do, because you can't... How you can't do it. <laughs> yeah, now that you mentioned it, when this first uh, loaded up, I was thinking the worst thing could be if it's like uh, Mr. Marshmallow, uh, his romance in Caramel Corner or whatever. But now I realize that would be much better <laughs> than this. <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> this is... This is just... Again, every time we do these things, all I can think of is some human person put their life minutes into doing this. Yes. And they didn't have something they needed to do more. <laughs> like, I kind of envy that f- level of freedom. I guess it's the ability to create, and yet the fear of creating, to the point where you're like, well, if I just made a new color of jam from a game that already exists, that's like creating, isn't it? But it's safe. <sighs> I mean, yeah. the ability to create that is not a lot of ability. <laughs> I know. Do- yeah. Do, do fan art. Do Candy Crush fan art. Just make your own game. Sure. Mm, that is... Yeah, you know what? That's easier than ever now. Like, especially yeah. if you want to just do a match three puzzle game. Yeah, and I bet you you could get, like, a template for it in Unity or whatever the fuck, and then just, like, take the clip art from this wiki <laughs> and just put it in as your assets. Yeah, I think Android is one of the free export options in Unity, too. Yeah, it is. Oh my god. Uh, depressing. So you guys yes. will be making Candy Crush games for us to play by next week? Is that what you're saying? Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, only if all of the, instead of candies, they're the heads of the universal monsters, and when you crush mm-hmm. them, they fuse together, and then the, the way you win every level is by making Captain Transylvania. Yes. Okay, do it. Do it, coward. <laughs> Fuck, this is a good idea for a game, actually. <laughs> the mummy could be the jam, because then his bandages would, like, spread out over time if he didn't delete it. That would be, Ooh. like, a combo of... Um, a match three and like a, you know that game where you click on two ones and then they make a two and then you click on two twos and they make a four. Mm-hmm. Twenty forty eight. Yeah, that's the one because like eventually you'd have like a Gilman mummy and you could only match him with another Gilman mummy. Oh, I like this idea of twenty forty eight, but you're combining like not uh, quantitative values but qualitative values. Yes, <laughs> that's very great. interesting. Good, great. This is an actually good idea for a game. Edit this part out, Jeff. We're going to make a million dollars on that. <laughs> okay, I'll just bleep all of it. Okay, good. <laughs> you can put in those right, beeps well, from uh, Matt's carbon monoxide. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If it well, beeps be- four times, this is a bad idea. If it beeps five times, this is a million dollar idea. <laughs> we just have to prove that whoever makes this game stole it from us, and then we can sue them. Mm, there mm-hmm. you go. All right, well, I hope you enjoyed all of that beeping that you just heard, because it was secrets. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to know. Stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. that's good advice for everyone. <laughs> well, we're going to end it anyway soon. I, I mean, was this episode. Doing it. I was but... doing it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so not, if you like... not the whole show. The whole show will never end. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. <laughs> the series is happening forever. Oh, damn it. Does it this have episode. to? <laughs> Yeah, that wizard plays the curse on curse Shit, on. Fine. 
All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes and tell your friends about the show. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at HackTheNetPod, or you can find us on, uh, uh, you can join our Discord to talk to us directly. And if you want to do that, just message us on social media. I'm on social media at Matt Heron at Mastodon.online. I'm on Snapchat and Instagram as JeffJK. You can also go to the web address um, mastodon.social slash at JeffJK, and I my thoughts are available there. Many of them are about Batman. <laughs> that is very true. I follow Jeff, and I can confirm that. <laughs> so in this blockchain of us, we've definitely confirmed all these things. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Mastodon at Louisa at mastodon.xyz. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to the show. Please come back again next time. In the meantime, here's another one for you, Claus Blore. Mm, don't read the comments. Do your job! <laughs>